0: Coming up this week on the Coach Mack podcast, we check in on recruiting and get an update now that the staff is back in the offices. Also, Coach McIlwain gives his thoughts on former CMU football head coach Roy Kramer being officially on the 2021 College Football Hall of Fame ballot. And our guest this week is Director of Football Operations at CMU, Ben Presnell. He gives us an idea of what things have been like behind the scenes throughout quarantine, how he likes working for Coach Mack. Why last season was a success and much more. Thanks for stopping in this week for episode nine. All right, it's another week of the Coach Mac Podcast. Coach Mac, how
1: you doing this week? You know, I'm doing great. I got to tell you, Adam, I, I'm actually starting to look forward to this, and uh, I think it has a lot to do with. You, know, you can start to feel the, you know, Chippewa football. We're starting to feel some things um, coming around, and and uh, now I. You know, at first, got to be honest with you, I wasn't quite sure about this whole deal, but (laughs) uh, right now, I actually look forward to you walking in the building. It's actually a neat deal. Is it because we eased into the process and you didn't have to see me every (laughs) week? It was over the phone? (laughs) Well, you know, the fact that we are six feet apart helps, um, but uh, at the same time, um, you know, it's fun. It's fun to just kind of talk about the week, some of the things going on, and and more than anything, really kind of set our focus forward uh, as we get this time to talk about the chips and, and what's going on.
0: You know, you've given away your hand now. So the people know when this podcast stops, that means you just can't put up with me anymore. <laughs> no, no. You're over it. No, no,
1: I, th- that <laughs> is absolutely wrong. You're reading way too much into the tea leaves right there.
0: Well, Coach, it's it's beautiful this week. I know you guys are back in the office, voluntary workouts we talked about started going on this week. Tell us a little bit about the the recruiting process and how that continues to shape up for you and the squad.
1: You know, uh, we're still in what they call a dead period where obviously there's uh, we can't be on the road, uh, players uh, can't come visit, uh, and yet, you know, I think the 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 normal piece of how we go about, you know, getting them on FaceTime how we talk to the, you know, the parents, uh, the kids. Uh, the coaches and, and the use of, of really all the virtual things we're doing is is really starting to take shape from a standpoint, I think, a positive thing. And uh, talking to a bunch of kids this week, you know, they're they're starting to open up. Uh, there's an excitement for them as they've uh, been able to do some workouts, uh, obviously in controlled environments and where their, you know, safety and health is, is on the forefront. Um Talking with some kids that actually played in a baseball tournament, you know, that this past weekend, and you know, just to hear the excitement and joy in their voice, that you know they're they're getting back to doing something they love, and and that's competing.
0: Now, with the zooms, you guys have done that throughout this quarantine but now that you're back in the offices are you able to to take them out and kind of showcase the the stadium a little bit the campus throughout zoom or facetime whatever you're using
1: right you know one of the things that we we did uh, you know to try to help in the process is is i thought our recruiting staff and we've talked about it before the three guys that are in there just working their tails off every day is is putting together as 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 good as we can a virtual presentation and that's even you know getting in a car wearing a mask and driving around campus uh, being able to show people who haven't been to Mount Pleasant you know seeing the town seeing the campus seeing the beauty of what it is Uh, we're doing the best job we can without them physically being here uh, being able to kind of uh, let them live it and see what it's about. And and I think it's it's just been fantastic. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I go back, and we talked about this uh, time before. You kind of forget how beautiful our campus is. And my hat's off to the grounds people who were uh, working their tail off uh, out there, getting things ready. You know, I was able to actually go out and walk uh, a couple of our practice uh, fields you know the one here at the track and then the one over at the marriott and the things that they've done to prepare those for our guys coming back i think one of the one of the real precautions that we're taking is we're not doing any group work right now as far as the whole team together uh, but rather we've we've set space on the track field for the defensive guys Uh, to get their work in outdoors, and and then the offensive guys over on the Marriott field. And uh, can I say Marriott, or is that a branded thing, or uh, are we okay on that? It's your podcast. You do whatever you want. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought we've established that. (laughs) I I, I didn't. You know, I just, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I can say Fabiano Brothers. I know that. And I can say Hunter's Alehouse, right? Absolutely. Sometimes you catch yourself when you're doing this, but... No, over on the Marriott Field, is uh, our offensive guys. You know, get out there in small groups, um, and are able to go through some things that I think are really helping us now. As far as the meeting standpoint, you know, I'm keeping everything virtual right now. I just, um, you know, to try to uh, kind of keep us in small groups. Uh, obviously, it's it's uh, you're sitting here in the office listening to coaches with their doors shut. Uh, talking a million miles an hour and going through uh, some of the installs. it's It's been kind of fun to see.
0: I was going to say, has it changed at all from just when you weren't back in the football offices and you're still having these meetings with the coaches and, and trying to connect with the players? Now that you're back in the office, you're able to see the coaches – What has changed, I guess, or is it still just going about your daily routine the same way?
1: Well, you know, yes, the daily routine as much as it can be. Obviously, our staff room is so small we can't, you know, be in it with uh, the amount of people that we have. Uh, So we've kind of taken over the team room and and put the separation pieces together. Um, Obviously, in our buildings, wearing the masks and doing everything we can from a safety standpoint, I think, is the most important thing. And yet, um, you know, you miss something. And I'll say this you, you really miss something that, that you don't get when you're not there in person. Um, even seeing our guys, <coughs> excuse me, our guys come through and, and you know, our guys handing out uh, their groceries uh, as they go by in cars, and we sit at a distance, but at least we can physically see them and we can see that smile. And the smile on our guys' face about knowing that they're at least back uh, doing something to get ready uh, uh, for this season is something that's great to see.
0: Small steps toward back to that that normal plan, right? That's kind of where we're getting closer and closer to – You've mentioned about the the recruiting class, and I guess I haven't asked you. I know you can't talk specifically about the guys
1: you're you're bringing in, but but you, no. Wait a minute. You just said this is my podcast, <laughs> so right, I can I can say whatever. I hey, no. mean, you you go ahead, you no. do whatever. <laughs> are you going to pay the fine? Yeah, I'll okay. pay the fine. Right, I'll good. chip in the fine. All right, I appreciate that. I'm glad you're looking after me.
0: <laughs> How about what you're looking for overall, though? What are you guys chasing yeah. with this class? I know you had your plans for the first class, and now the second class. What's the goal of this class that you're right. trying to bring in?
1: So it, it's going to be, in the way I looked at trying to create roster balance, and we've talked a little bit about that in the past, but, you know, to where we're not overloaded at positions. Um, and really it's going to take another year to get it uh, to what to what our expectation is of those numbers in each one of those uh, position groups. Um I do like the fact this year we're not as heavy loaded in some areas as we were the year before, uh, and yet we've got some spots that we're going to have to fill at some of, the, some of the positions that, you know, normal year you may only take two, say, you know, this year we might have to take four. But that should allow us to get things back into balance.
0: You hear that, that old cliche all the time, it takes a coach three to four years to kind of build that depth, get guys in. Is that true, or is it just depend on what you're working with no, when you I, go in a different spot? Yeah, or?
1: no, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't really, you know, I've never been a guy to buy into that. And I mean, it, um, wherever you're at, you're at uh, you take a look at exactly what is there, and you try to put those kids in the best position to be successful with whatever that might be, and hopefully not put them in, position to where, you know, they're gonna fail. And uh that's been, I tell you, I've just got an unbelievable staff here. Um President Davies, Mike Lawford have allowed us to really bring some quality guys in here that understand, you know, yeah, you're building for the future, but the future is now. And and for us, the important thing is, and that was the message when we got here, is look, this isn't a building deal. We're, we're here to win. Let's go win and let's figure out how we can get that done, uh, you know, with those guys that are hungry to win. And that was the crew that was here a year ago. And, and now this is a different team. Uh, and they've got to, you know, start to form their own identity. And, and um, you know, that's, what, that's what's great about having them back and being involved in the summer program is, you know, those guys start to determine who they're going to be and what they're all about.
0: And certainly saw some of that winning in year one. Mack West champs at Central Michigan, the first time since 2009, and your first year, Coach, excited to see what year two looks like. Another guy, another coach that had success here was Roy Kramer, and he was just in the news this week, nominated for the College Football Hall of Fame, class of 2021. What an impact he's had at Central Michigan University and certainly – just across the entire college athletics and college football landscape.
1: No doubt. And, uh, you know, what an honor that is. And, and long overdue in that standpoint, if you look at, at what he's done for college football in general, take away what he's done here, but in college football in general, and, and I've got to say this, the impact he had a year ago just talking to our team. You know, we talked about him coming in. We talked about Coach Dromedy coming in. And really, given our guys a perspective of 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 what exactly it is to be a Chippewa, and all the things they that they went through to get us to where we're at today, um, you know, I tell you what, it's exciting, long overdue, and uh, you know, more than deserves to be in that hall. Yeah,
0: he's part of the reason that the Chippewas are now in the Mid American Conference. I mean, we talked with. Uh, his quarterback, that one that helped That's him win right. quarterback and kicker last week, Mister yeah. Kowiak that uh, helped him win that 1974 national championship at the D2 level, and then next year they, of course, enter the Mid American Conference. But, Coach, you talked about it. I mean, he, he coached here for 10 years. Then he goes. He's a he's an athletic director in the SEC at Vanderbilt. Then he is the SEC commissioner, <laughs> commissioner. for over 10 years, yeah. and he was a guy that that many have said was the main piece and why we started the, the bowl championship series, why we had the BCS. So it's like, he wasn't just a great coach. He made an impact at at many places on all fronts.
1: No, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, it's just a wonderful guy to visit with. And, um, you know, the just the knowledge and the experience and the understanding, um, you know, I just go back to have him, you know, visit with us as as well as coach Deromity visit with us, um, you just you just sit as a sponge and, and hopefully learn.
0: What did that mean to you? I mean, you're coming into a brand-new spot. You're trying to get acquainted, uh, former players, former coaches, just the current program and trying to lead your own program but still taking the history that's happened. I mean, how much did that help you, that Roy Kramer and Coach Dromedy are there to talk to you and help you out but also support and talk to your team as well?
1: Well, I think twofold. It, it shows you the passion for Central Michigan University. But more than that, it maybe shows you how much has gone in to get us where we're at and uh, how much work it takes for that to happen. Um, And, you know, for me as a coach, trying to look into history and and studying history to help you for the future, and they've been uh, instrumental in that.
0: That certainly would be fitting a guy that he on his had on his staff in, uh, Herb Deramity, who's now the winningest coach at central Michigan. He was elected into the college football hall of uh, hall of fame back in 2007. Roy Kramer potentially could join him in 2021. He's one of 33 coaches, uh, from the divisional ranks that's nominated in the college football hall of fame coming up for 2021. So pretty exciting news uh, to be in that class.
1: No, it is. And, and, Yet I also what it does is actually what what you just talked about. Again, it puts Central Michigan up there with the elites, and uh, man, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Talks about how special this football program has been and how special it continues to be. One of the reasons it is so special, coach, is because there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, and that's we're going to have our guest on today that's been a part of this program. His family has been a part of this program for 30-plus years. Pretty important guy that we're going to talk to today.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, as we get into that, I I don't think sometimes people realize how much goes into the planning, and uh, a lot of that planning goes onto this guy's plate. Um, And, you know, to have someone of uh, Ben Presnell's knowledge uh, of history of the program and – You know, a guy that that grew up, obviously, a chip, got his degree as a chip, uh, watched his dad win a bunch of games as an assistant coach here, and then um, be able to come in and, for me, being able to learn, okay, tell me about the place and and what do we need to do and how do we navigate this and that, and having that experience is invaluable um and you know what not only that but he takes a joke pretty well uh <laughs> which when i important. get on him and uh which you've kind of figured out that might happen <laughs> a little bit um but never gets his feelings hurt and yet uh works as hard as anybody in our organization
0: and of course we're talking about ben presnell the director of football operations now in his ninth season on the cmu football staff in some capacity or another coach take it away
1: yeah i uh it's great to have Ben on this and, and kind of in doing this, I I think it's important for the people that are listening as Chippewa fans. Um, you know, I, I'm a big calendar guy, you know, I, I believe in trying to be 18 months out and everything that you do. Um, you try to move ahead a month and jump onto the next one. And yet, uh, kind of the times we're in a lot <laughs> of this falls on, on him. And, uh, with some of the things and and i think it kind of a look behind the curtain for for the people as far as okay operationally how do we handle it but uh ben tell me how you're doing today hey coach i'm i'm doing
2: fantastic i mean <laughs> the, the sun is shining for i think it's at least like the fifth or sixth day in a row uh we're back in the trailers yes uh couldn't be any better no right? it
1: couldn't it couldn't um, you know we have a deal here that we we call we talk about boat days all right what exactly is a boat day it's really interesting people from different parts of the country you know as you talk about how great the weather is right now um you know they're what they consider a boat day and what they you know <laughs> maybe might not be a boat day right uh definitely a boat day uh, and it's been since we've been back don't you think ben
2: a- absolutely i mean Maybe we saw one day where the rain was coming down a little sideways, but you know the grass needs it to stay green on the golf course for us too. So <laughs> we got to get a few of those. But it's it's been fantastic, and, and Mount Pleasant's looking beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, kind of what I wanted to do was just kind of uh, let you kind of explain as as we're navigating this. Obviously, uh, you know that we're in a, a huge budget crunch, as everybody is. And, um, you know, you've got to adjust and you've got to adapt and then eventually you got to overcome with knowing that your kids come first, right? Absolutely. Um, how, how have you kind of handled, you know, the day to day (laughs) unknown as we try to go ahead and plan? What what are some of the things you're doing? So uh,
2: glad I have an eraser on the pencil.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's (laughs) put it that way.
2: Uh, you know, like you talked about the 18 month calendar, something we, uh, you know, pride ourselves on and, and always look into the future. Uh, we're taking a day by day right now. Uh, it's a constant change, um, from the NCAA, from the university within our own program. Uh, but you have to be flexible and be able to adapt what's put in front of you. And it's, a new way of doing things right and so we don't know what the future is going to look like part of that could be really positive and being able to look at some ways of doing things differently that maybe you hadn't thought of before and those can be positive they don't have to be negative
1: that's right and And for us they're gonna be positive that's right And, and and the biggest thing in our message is you know what Everything we do is, since we've gotten here is geared towards our kids, our players, and, you know, making sure that, that we're doing everything we can do to help them be successful because that's ultimately our job, helping them be successful. And, you know, I, I, when you did tell me there was somebody that really stepped up uh, and, and is getting us through this first, you know, four weeks of this program, kind of tell us a little bit about – you know, how that happened. Yeah,
2: so we had a, a, a former player uh, here from from our university that – and it, this was even, you know, right when this pandemic hit. Um, summer is always a challenge for us no matter what, okay? Uh, this thing makes it even more difficult, and we had a former player step up and go, look, I want to help these guys. I want to help them eat I want to help them live. I want them to be able to be here to train to get ready for the season. And this guy not knowing what we were going to need stepped up to the plate and knocked it out of the park, and we are absolutely benefiting from that right now. Uh, you know, you talked about the dinner that we got for the players yesterday. I mean, they come rolling through in their in their cars, and they've got six big old tacos from, from Taco Boy here in town and some rice and beans and I mean it's a little thing like a Tuesday night dinner that goes such a long way and the people that support this program are stepping up and allowing that to happen.
1: Right I think uh, you know you look at your budget through um, you know summer and what it looks like one of the things we were able to do and I'm going to tell you I think had a direct correlation with how successful we were a year ago is it was kind of we really upped the nutrition budget um we we were able to get them some protein shakes the things that they need you know as they're burning calories working their tail off as well as helping them pay some rent you know we're asking them to be here and and yet uh you know what is it we can do and as people you know especially now since that part of the budget Uh, you know, because of what we're going through has really kind of gone away. It's through people like that that are helping us stay
2: afloat. Absolutely. I mean, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, Michael Alford, Dr. Davies, put us in a really good position to be successful through all of this. Um, We had to sacrifice some things. And one of the biggest ones was this, this summer piece. And they challenged us to get creative with it. You know, look, we're the expectation is still to win, and the expectation is to still have these kids ready to go, which is how we want it. Uh, and they, they've challenged us to, to get it figured out, and we have had more help than I can even imagine in being able to accomplish that.
1: No, it's it's been fantastic, and, 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 it, and it's still coming in, and I think as people realize what it is to operate something like this, uh, you know, when you're – you know talking about 85 to 100 guys um you know coming in uh and training hard and doing what they can do to help themselves be successful the least we can do is is try to do everything in our uh with our resources to give back to those kids and that's really what's happening right now
2: for, for sure and i mean it, it's got to happen. I, I I don't know about you, Coach, but all these conversations that I've had with these kids over, where, <laughs> hey, you know, we're thinking about starting voluntary workouts and we're looking at this date and going through and, and the consistent message from our kids was, I'm in, I'm coming. And it's awesome to be back here on June 15th. And I think if we tried to push it back any further, they probably would have just shown up anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wondering, you know, when I had, when I had my uh, parent meeting, uh, w- w- uh kind of explaining the uh with our you know director of uh, strength and conditioning our nutritionists and and obviously our medical team talking to the parents about what we're doing and and when i did say it was voluntary in their back i think there might have been some of those parents that were like great get them out of the house <laughs> right uh, but, <laughs> but <Take 'em. laughs> yeah but but at the same time so obvious things things change, uh, and they've been changing that 18 month calendar. We had already obviously had our training camp set. Um, we, we had the whole summer set. Um, you know, what is it now we're kind of going through, you know, especially even with the school starting as early as yeah, it's going. It, you know?
2: Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many things and we could go on and on that go into, uh, a planning, uh, a training camp, a summer workout, uh, Not to now, we're throwing in all these social distancing and hey, how are we going to look at this locker room where we've got 110 guys that are coming in and we can't have them all in there? So, how's our schedule for practice going to look like to affect something like that? And they got to come in and get taped and they got to eat and it can't be in big groups. And there's just it's like dominoes Mm -hmm. and you got to make sure the first one's set and then you move on to the next one. I mean, coach and I have been. You know, having daily discussions about how practice might look different and how our daily schedules are. Now, we're going to have be limited in hours in training camp that we're not necessarily used to with the school starting earlier. I've never been through a training camp where the kids are in class, so this is going to be a brand-new <laughs> learning experience for me this way. I don't know about yeah. you, Coach. Well, you know, I was
1: thinking back, you know, so I actually played at a place that was on a quarter system. So technically you had your full camp. You played three games before school ever started, so it was kind of like being in a pro camp. <laughs> you know, you were by the time that fourth game was, now you're finally starting school. But um, this is going to be totally different for us. We're looking at about maybe five practices, um, hopefully six where we're in what would be a traditional training camp before our, you know, our kids start classes. So looking at how we, uh, use our time, how we, um, you know, do all that. Um, you know, one of the big pieces too is, is, you know, we, we've got, uh, you know, shorter dorm time, um, you know, for our guys and, and, and obviously, even in the meal hall, you know, things are going to look different. So the help of the people in this community is, is something that, that we're really looking at. And uh, it's been great.
2: A- absolutely. I, the, our, and it starts with our people on campus. Um, you know, students aren't coming back until August 13th. Is that weekend they're coming back and moving in for school to start on the 17th. And, and obviously, the, the football program every year. Uh, is back here earlier than what a traditional student is. And, I mean, our dining hall people here on campus in airmark they are literally going to open this place up early just for us. And I promise you, it's not the same everywhere in the country. Right. And, I mean, just for them, with all of the things that they have to deal with with the pandemic that's going on, Allowing and being there for our guys, we couldn't do it without them.
0: Yeah, and that's always the you look back and you see, you know, just like someone like you, you you talk about the coaches and the players, but there's so much more depths-wise that goes into creating a successful off-season that goes into the football season. There's so many people that are involved.
2: I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's there's so many people that touch this program, and some of them don't even even really recognize that they're they're doing it I, and brenda over with mark and you know i have great relationship with her and helps our program but she probably doesn't really understand what she's actually doing for us yeah. she wants to help but we couldn't do it without her johnny hunter at at you know at, at the ale house for and just the spot to do the radio show uh, hey Coach will change his schedule on me real quick now. Okay, <laughs> okay. so <laughs> hey, hey, uh, look, I gotta get a meal for our guys, John. Hey, Elmo over at Max and Emily's. Look, hey, Coach, put me in a bit of a position here. I need some sandwiches in a couple hours. Can you help me out? And nobody ever says no, and that is
1: awesome. You know, and I think about it. I go back to the group of guys that put together our Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, absolutely. with Jimmy Holden at, at uh, Mountain Town. Uh, that just stepped up for our guys and, and I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. So, you know, the, the, the people that can help and what we're trying to do right now, actually, is, is take some heat off of our uh, people over there uh, in, the, in the dining hall um, and, and, more importantly, trying to give back to the city a little bit uh, with uh, what we can do uh, to, to help them in getting some meals for our kids as well.
2: For sure. And and we want to our football program has a responsibility to our school, but we also have a responsibility to the city of Mount Pleasant. And, you know, I I could go and list off person after person that has helped this program. And we are in an opportunity right now in a positive way to help the community and in turn get something for our players as well. We want to be able to go out to uh, restaurants in town and know who the owners are, and be able to go to this guy or gal and say, "Look, I need a meal for this for our team for a Friday night." Um, we're, you know, we've got to be creative with some stuff. Help us, help you, uh, and in the initial talks with those people around town, there's a lot of people that want to be involved, and that's an awesome, awesome place to be in. I and gotta, you, I and it's say. actually,
1: it's actually helping us, uh, take some heat and, and with our own campus, um, you know, on, on trying to help them, uh, you know, hit a budget, uh, do some staffing things. They know exactly when we would be there on maybe a couple different days. And then in turn, uh, you know, on those days, then maybe they wouldn't be open. You know, I mean, we're trying to do everything we can in, um, uh, and believe me, I'm on Ben all the time about uh, let me see what it looks like. <laughs> there, there ain't no doubt. So, you know,
2: we just make it work, you know, it's, and, and that's what it's it's all about around here is is being creative, um, you know, making sure you know where your deficits are and figuring out a way to get it done because that's what we do.
0: And and no year's the same, but certainly yet you, ha- you haven't faced a challenge like this before. So I wanted to go back to scheduling and, and fall camp coming out. We're we're sitting here in mid June. In a normal off season, is fall camp already mapped out by this time?
1: <laughs> Not only that, but spring ball and next summer. Eighteen <laughs> so, month yeah, plan. I mean that's exactly it's, right. And and look, these are the dates. This is how it works. Uh, it it allows what it does. Is it. It allows your university to schedule as well, you yeah. know, about what we're doing and and you know when we're available and those type of things. So um, that it it actually in the long run uh, might seem like a lot of work, but it actually eases work for a lot of people who touch this program.
0: So are you getting any sleep these days or what?
1: A couple hours here and there. Hair's <laughs> hair's getting a little more gray as the days go by. I was going to ask about that. Is that one of those things? Did you actually color that hair before, or is uh, it just? No, it's actually just a little bit longer now. Is that what it is? So, so you can
2: see, you know, see a little more of the gray yeah. in there. I didn't know they shut down of your stylist. You know, you yeah. weren't able to get that. Uh... I, I I got his new weed whacker, and I've been looking at it going. Mm, when's it going to be worth it?
1: You know, I I actually explained that even last week, and I hope you looked up the B 2000, because I'm telling you, it was a fantastic invention that would have worked.
0: You know, uh, I had nightmares every time I looked at a bowl, because you used to put a bowl on my head. So every time I'm in my apartment looking at a bowl, I'm like, man, if I, if I bring that out. Ben, I wanted to ask you and go back just a little bit about your history. I mean, it's so unique. Your your dad, Plaz, was here for 30-plus for years in some capacity as a coach, as a recruiting coordinator, as the director of football ops, and then you took over and have been a part of this program for nearly a decade. Take me through what is it what it is about this place and why you and your family have uh, spent so much time giving back to Central Michigan Athletics and the Central Michigan Football Program. I...
2: It's a great place to grow up. I mean, you know, I didn't really have a choice. We just moved here in 1987. My dad said, hey, look, I got this job at Central, and hey, you're going into first grade, and it doesn't happen anymore, right? But I was lucky enough to stay at the same elementary school, stay at the same middle school, stay at the same high school, and end up going to college in the same place all because my dad was here the whole time and it just that kind of thing doesn't happen in this profession anymore uh beyond blessed to be able to to be here at central michigan a a place i love that my family loves um I don't really know anything else, Coach. I mean, it's like...
1: <laughs> well, here, here's the one thing, and I can't believe Adam hadn't hit you with this because he loves to relive these games, right? I mean, he, he just lives for it. So I think, you know, I, I'll just go ahead and ask you, okay, here you are as a kid in first grade growing up. There's been some unbelievable Chippewa wins sure. or games over the years. Which one stands out to you? So, okay, no, wow. you only get one. Well, but it's okay. You, no, you get one.
0: Coaches steal my thunder. It's yeah. on my list. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I was just
1: waiting for this one to come, <laughs> so I thought I'd go ahead and grab it from him.
0: Uh I okay.
2: There's gotta be one, but there's really two okay. two sections here, okay? Okay. So growing up, my biggest memory was being in the stands in 1991 when we beat Michigan State and I would have been 10.
0: I feel like that game's come up a couple times it, on this podcast. No,
2: I, I think it has. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one stands out. The other one that stands out was we played in Florida mm-hmm. and Javon Curse came out onto the field. <laughs> uh, yeah, And I think we ended up getting beat like like 86 to two or 86 to six so that was uh a memory okay not in a positive way uh the Michigan State game um definitely in a in a positive way you know since I've been here uh working with the program uh at Ball State last year was pretty awesome Mm -hmm. uh
1: that was a great comeback. I, it yeah. was it was yep. a
2: great comeback, and in, in the way the kids battled, and I mean, there was the locker room afterwards. I don't know if it gets any better than that after a huge win on the road like that, and maybe that that's just standing out to me because it was so recent. But man, that was a fun, fun.
1: Night. Well, and to see your kids battle through and believe in themselves and not throw in the towel, I think that that probably they probably answered some questions that they may have had in their own minds. And that's what's so great about sports. Absolutely.
0: And you got to have that game, obviously, to get to have a chance to play for a spot in the MAC championship game against Toledo uh what a great game that was though down what 17 20 points it seemed like coming back in the second half in a high scoring game and then you know with as high scoring as it was coach your defense needed to get a stop still to win that game and preserve it and they end up getting an interception and uh you're right that one had all the elements of just an absolute mac classic
2: it, it hey the the toledo toledo's had our number okay mm-hmm. and i until last year I hadn't been a part of a staff here that beat those guys okay and being able to get that win last year and get the monkey off our back with that game was huge and a big momentum for our guys uh, they know they can do it now and it's gonna it's gonna be a fun game with them and Ball State and western and Eastern and Northern Illinois and Kent and Ohio and Miami I mean, we get to play some football this year. It's going to be awesome.
0: He's got that schedule memorized. You can tell he, he thinks ahead, thinks yeah, in the future. It,
1: it, I can just imagine now, because of this, the kind of hotels we're going to stay in. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, we'll deal with that when we go.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I got to ask <laughs> – uh you've worked with a ton of coaches here uh tell me a little bit about coach mac and and what it's like working for him and, and the way he runs this program through the first year and a half that you've been with him
2: I mean, go, so go it, easy <laughs> it's a well-oiled machine i mean he's been doing this for a really long time and uh he knows what he wants he knows what it's supposed to look like and he's hired the right guys and put the right staff together to go out and do exactly what he's looking for. And if it's not right, he knows, and he'll tell you it's not right. But it's always fair. You know, there's – if he calls you out on something, to me anyway, if I get called out on something, I'm like, "Eh, yeah, you're right, coach. Yep, I didn't pay attention to that. Or, you know, no, that wasn't what you asked me to do. Um, We work really hard but there's a purpose behind it and we do have some fun as well and it makes it a enjoyable place to come to work Uh, and I'll speak for our kids on this one they walk into this building with a smile on their face every day because they come here and they practice hard but they have a heck of a lot of fun too and it's because of the culture that coach Max brought to this program that it's that way.
0: Let me ask you something. I mean, you've been a part of, of winning seasons. You've been a part of seasons that didn't go the way that Chippewa fans wanted. Was there a point last year or a point when, from when Coach Mack came in in early December that you thought, oh, we got a really good chance under him and this coaching staff to have this type of turnaround in just one season?
2: <laughs> well, I got I actually got a pretty good story about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So we, were, we played at Wisconsin last year, okay, and uh, it didn't really go well, yep. okay. I, I don't think we scored, okay, and I think we gave up quite a few to them. And I don't want to pound my chest at all. It's not <laughs> what I'm trying to do here, but I'm going to do it a little bit. We sat in the locker room as a staff afterwards, and everybody was dejected, and hey, it didn't go our way. But I stood up and I go, hey, guys, I'm just telling you, we can win this thing with this team that we've had. And, I mean, I've been lucky enough to kind of know how this league is. Um, I knew in camp, and look, I knew in December when Coach Mack first started that the talent was here to win. I'd, I'd been around these kids. I knew they could work. Coach Mack brought in his system and his, his attitude And it was like a perfect mixture of everything that you needed to be successful. And I mean, there were some guys standing around in towels. And I said, guys, we got a really got a chance to go win this thing after getting drubbed 61 to nothing. And a lot of them, oh, you're crazy, Ben. You're crazy. But I I, I saw it. And, And our kids, I saw our kids believing in the message. And the kids wanting to go do it, and we almost got there. We uh, we got to the game and won the West, and and it's we, the stuff is still here to do it this year.
1: Now he's putting heat on us. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, what the heck? You don't even <laughs> so. need
0: the media members to put <laughs> no. the pressure on you. You no, got Ben right. Presnell, your yeah. director ops yeah. over here doing yeah. it. Yeah,
1: so uh, yeah, but uh, no, I got to tell you, it's. Uh, it's one of those deals where when you uh go through something like this it uh more than anything, you know, it's it's your kids knowing that you care and your kids knowing that you're trying to do everything within your, you know, resources and, and anything you can do to really help them be successful. And you know what, we found a lot of kids that you know what chose to go out and, and prove it to themselves that yes. They can be successful now. Obviously, the next step is to get rid of that one word, and uh, that's what we're going to do.
0: Well, we're certainly looking forward to it. And again, what a, what a fun first year it was. And coach, I got to ask you before we get Ben out of here. I asked him what it's like to to work for you. You're coming into a new program and a guy that's been here. What has Ben done to to help you? in that first year and now continue on in this off season and get ready for year two?
1: Well, I don't, I think first of all, it's not only Ben, I mean, it's, uh, you know, our administration, the people within the organization that we're here and really that that ultimately want what's best for the kids. And, uh, and more than anything, it's asking questions. It's, uh, wondering why. And when you find out the why, okay, now, okay, what can we do to help this? What can we do to remedy it? And that was one of the great things that, that Ben gives me is that perspective of, of kind of what has been done, what can be done. And, um, you know, that's what's so great about sitting in and visiting with him when I'm scratching my head.
0: <laughs> Love it. Well, and you've got uh, more fun coming up as we continue with the hopefully ending of quarantine and football season coming up, but... uh get that get that monthly planner out and and get us ready to go we're, us- we're i
2: think we're supposed to hear today if i'm not mistaken on uh whether they're going to finalize this the ncaa that is finalize the schedule for us so we can really really get rocking and rolling on it
1: yeah we we've got some ideas and and probably what's going to be passed and and so we've been able to work ahead a little bit on that but you always have to have a contingency plan no matter what it is and uh We'll have that and, and whatever that plan is whatever that plan is, it's gonna be what's best for our players and and our student athletes. That that ultimately is, is what it's all about.
0: Ben Presnell, Director of Football Operations. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I know this is always a big step in an individual's career when they make it onto the Coach Mac podcast and you have checked off that box. Well, I mean <laughs>
1: absolutely, right? Like what an honor it is to be on the and, and ultimately, my deal is is now get out of here and go to work, <laughs> right? I I mean, it's been
2: it's been Chippewa dignitaries and NFL
1: players Other head coaches in the
2: department now, who the heck is this guy? So, I don't, you guys must not have been worried about ratings this week.
1: Well, here's the one thing I think, you know, people understanding all the things that go on behind the scenes and, and really how grateful we are to have a guy step up that's really, that's even allowed us to have this first four weeks of, of training because of his generosity. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's incredible. And,
2: and, we're we're looking for everybody to step up and, and yeah. help us, and and I mean we couldn't do it without him.
1: Yeah.
0: Can I be nosy and ask who, or does he want to stay anonymous? I,
2: you know I. We'll just keep that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he didn't say he wanted to be anonymous, but we he it's just. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's thanks. my job, you thank know. I gotta you. ask. Yeah. yeah,
2: thanks. He he knows who he is. Well, yeah. we're certainly it, appreciative.
1: This guy he's Mike Wallace. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I ask some real hard hitters <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> right. Coach Mack has to deal with
0: me every week with my hard-hitting investigative questions. We enjoyed having uh, Ben Presnell on. Thank thank you so much for Dang, coming good, on the pod. Good to see you Adam.
2: thanks so much. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Coach.
0: Well, it's, it's always fun having guests on this podcast every single week. You get to talk to to different players, former coaches, uh, guys that are behind the scenes, and, and certainly uh, Ben Presnell and the Presnell family have been a part of this program for so long. They've given back so much, and I know he's a very important part of your staff. And what makes CMU football go?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we we spend a lot of time on calendars, and uh, he better remind me that, my anniversary 32nd anniversary is coming up, uh, Karen and I, um, and, uh, you know, I, I might have been known to have that one slip my mind occasionally just, just because it happens. Um, but, uh, no, I'm, uh, it's going to be a special day and, and this is a special week, uh, 32 years of a unbelievable teammate and, uh, and wife that, that has a huge part of all the programs we've been in, uh, you know, and what she's done raising those three kids when I'm never there. It's unbelievable.
0: That's another behind-the-scenes type of position she's in, obviously <laughs> supporting you, but but everything she's done. And, Coach, you're going to get yourself in a little trouble. I know she's one of our few listeners. So yeah. no, don't get well, yourself in trouble here. D-
1: well, she knows I'm thinking about it, right? I'm, I'm focused on it, and uh, I don't know what day this goes out, but – it's tomorrow, so uh, I'm well aware of it. And this is the first one that we've actually spent apart, so this will be a different one. And and yet, uh, there's a lot of things different going on, and and uh, and I look forward to getting back to normal.
0: Well, congratulations! I mean, uh, 30 plus years—that's uh, that's pretty special, and obviously, it's it's not easy uh, dealing with the schedule that, that you've got. And Karen certainly puts up with that, and uh, that's that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and I don't know whether. Uh, support yes unbelievable support but maybe it's just putting up with me she's pretty good that's, that's why i said yeah puts yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I that think was that, the correct that wording was there. probably the right wording but uh no i tell you what been a lot of great years and we've been really fortunate so uh yep i look forward to tomorrow
0: well, Coach, I, I talked to you a little bit. I've been looking forward to today. I know we, we get into the sports world and it's coming mm. back. Now, I just gotta ask the, the English Premier League, the <laughs> soccer. You know, I'm big on the soccer. No, I,
1: I know you are, and, and I've just, I've, I'm. I'm just you gonna, gonna turn it on I'm at just all? just gonna come clean. I'm still into <laughs> Korean baseball. All right, that 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 trumps right. the soccer. Okay.
0: Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. Here. Okay. The beautiful (laughs) game of football, the other football. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I'm looking up this this Flow B2000. What is this, a
1: hose or something? This thing's huge. I'm telling you, it'll work perfect on your hair. I mean, it's um, it's unbelievable. It's an even cut. Uh, There's no mess. Um, I believe it was in the 70s when it came out, but um, fantastic. I mean, right there with uh, Pocket Fisherman you know right there the po 70s Peel's pocket fisherman yeah. that was
0: just a, a couple decades uh before i was alive so maybe i'll have to try and bring <laughs> that thing back there you go that's right well coach uh thanks for coming on by the way not to to drop a little siren here but a, a little hurrah but i did just get a confirmation text from our guests that's coming on next week so we know we're gonna do a little tease thing again because we're good at that yeah that's right We've got another former Chippewa that played in the NFL that said uh, he's ready to come on with us next week.
1: Yeah, I, I love these because, again, uh, just to get an opportunity to, to visit with these guys and, and really guys that meant so much to this place and, and uh, the history and the tradition, I think it's, that makes it a lot of fun.
0: Well, we're looking forward to, to having him on. We'll, we'll let you know next week. You can find out who it is. But seriously, uh, we, we joke about it all the time, the few listeners we have. We're not sure the exact number. But honestly, we do appreciate you staying connected with CMU football, with Coach Mack, with our guests that we have on. And, Coach, you know, I, I really enjoy talking some football with you every week as we get closer and closer to the fall.
1: You know, like I kicked off with, you know, I'm starting to enjoy this. I hate to say it. <laughs> um, but uh – it's actually, uh, it, 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 it's a lot of fun and, and um, you know, I, I enjoyed being able to touch base with a lot of these uh, people with the Chippewa ties.
0: They're all important to, uh, to this university, to this football program and the athletic department overall. Coach? Enjoy the, the rest of the week. It's it's hot up here in Mount Pleasant, but the sun's out, boat days. So I think mm-hmm. we're going to see a few more of them, as, as you two alluded to earlier. But uh, have a good weekend. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week.
1: And go ahead and say happy anniversary for June 18th. Go ahead. June happy 10th. anniversary there you go. to Jim it, it, and
0: Karen McElwain. Yes. 32
1: years. 32 years of just unbelievable. That's phenomenal. I, I can't tell you how lucky I am. That's pretty special. Well, congratulations to you two. Coach,
0: thanks so much, and uh, we'll
1: catch up with you again next week. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, bud.